is players too. Uh, yeah, yeah, cause girls is players too. Cause girls is players too. Getting money all around the world, cause girls is players too. What you know about living on the top? Penthouse suits, looking down on the ops. Took it for a test drive, left them on the lot. Time is money, so I spend it on a lot. Hold on, little bitty showing through the white teeth. You can see the thong busting on my tight jeans. Okay, rocks on my fingers like he wanna wife me. Got another shorty shit, ain't nothing like me. Yeah, about to catch another fight. Mm. The apple bottom make him wanna bite. Mm. I just wanna have a good night. Welcome back to another episode of Pimp and Circumstance. I'm Pimp. And I'm Circumstance. Thanks for joining us again. So before we get started, Pimp, you remember a couple of episodes ago, you were talking in one of your Pimp Unfiltered and you made the comment that you were just exhausted and tired from the political news. Yes. And then, of course, last week we covered the Tyree Nichols unfortunate incident, and we talked about it, how important it was for us to focus on self-care and take care of our mental health. And that's why, audience, this week we're just going to bring you our sports in review as we prepare for next week's episode, which will kick off our focus, intentional focus on self-care and mental health. So I'm looking forward to that. You all stay tuned. And I'm really excited to introduce and bring to the show, well, Pamp brought her to the show, Danielle Holland. She will be one of the contributing guests on our Sports in Review team. They are going to talk sports so that Pam can actually have someone who knows what they are talking about instead of me. All right. Y'all have fun. Take it away. All right. So, Danielle, it's Black History Month and Super Bowl 57 is February the 12th in Glendale, Arizona. And it's Black History Month. And I think it's historic that we have two Black quarterbacks that will be starting in the Super Bowl. And it's historic to me. What do you think? Is this significant or not? Well, I think it depends on who you are. I personally, my personal opinion is that it's not a big deal to me because I think the league is, you know, probably 70% black, somewhere around there. And this should have happened a long time ago. Black quarterbacks have been superior athletes for a long period of time. So this is well overdue. Sure, it's exciting, but yet and still it's a little sad for the NFL, in my opinion. It should have happened a long time ago. You should have Black quarterbacks competing, you should have black owners, you should have, you know, black coaches competing against each other. That shouldn't be historic anymore when you talk about this particular league. So we go back to 1988. Doug Williams won the first first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins. And since that time, you had Steve McNair, Donovan McNair, Colin Kaepernick, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. Patrick Mahomes, this is his third time, and now we have Jalen Hurts. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Do you think that all these guys should be, except, you know, McNair is deceased, should be at the coin flip? Oh, well, I mean, that would be cool. (laughs) You know, it would be cool to have something like that happen. You know, I would like to see it. Sure. Yeah. Come on to the coin flip. Once again, I think we're, you know, this is a league, I think, that, is this should this kind of stuff shouldn't be new to us. I mean, this is a league where, in my opinion, the African-American athlete is superior in a lot of ways. You have some athletes that are at HBCUs that are not getting recognized 
And those are superior athletes. Uh, you talk about McNair. I mean, that guy came from HBCU. You know, you talk about Williams. He went and coached at an HBCU. So I think that we're well represented. I think the African-American community is well represented in football, except for when you start talking about the upper echelon of ownership and coaching, because we see what's happening in coaching. And those are the issues that I want the NFL to address. Yeah, they can come to the coin flip. That's cool to me. But, you know, I want to see some some changes made some other places. It always comes down to analytics when it comes down to black quarterbacks and how they score on these tests during the combine, et cetera. And you see Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, even Colin Kaepernick, they didn't, you know, go very high in the draft, but they made their way to the Super Bowl. Sure. I mean, hey, look, I'm a sports fanatic. Forget about analytics. I don't care nothing about any of that. I don't want you to put your pads on, line up. And let's go. Whoever going to run the fastest, run the best route, throw the deepest ball. That's what I want to see. And that's it. any given Sunday. All of these athletes are good. You Super Bowl caliber athletes, line up. I don't care what your test score was. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. Just line up. Let's go. Let's run. Let's go. Throw the ball. And turn into the fact that we have Nicole Lynn. She's uh, the agent, a black female that represents Jalen Hurts. What do you think? The significance of that is. Oh, you know what? I think that is just probably the coolest thing that is happening in his camp. That guy has surrounded himself with uh, all female staff just showing, hey, females can get it done in a, you know, in a in an arena where people aren't really looking at the female on the executive part. So all credit to her. She landed a big fish. That's what he is. And this is a big Hey, I don't care how you look at it, win or lose. It's a big payday for both of them. And I'm proud of her. I think it's great. I think it's good for women, period. And I think these athletes are seeing that it's about what you're able to do, not about what your gender is. You know, what can you get from me in this sport? It's a business. So it's not about gender. But I think that she's definitely kicking down some doors proud of Jalen Hurts for that. Probably not going to be rooting for him, but I'm proud of him for having her on his on his team. That's for sure. Hey, so you said you're not rooting for the Eagles. I assume that's because uh, they're in the same division as your boys. I just don't like the Eagles. I mean, just bottom line, I don't like the Eagles. It doesn't help that they're in the division with the Cowboys. But, you know, even though I can sit here and say I don't like a particular team, I can recognize the fact that they are extremely talented. They have put together a good roster. They have some good coaching. They're very disciplined, which I like in a professional sports team. So even though I may say I'm not going to be rooting for them, I think they're going to put on a good show, and I think it's going to be a good game. And, of course, if they win, I mean, it may not have been what, you know, I desired, but it would have been what's deserved because they're going to go out there. Both of these teams are going to get out there and get it done. So what are the keys to the game, in your opinion? Well, you know, you got some injury. So you're looking at Patrick Mahomes, who definitely has that high ankle sprain. I think even he gave a shout out to the training staff for the Eagles. I mean, I'm sorry, for the Chiefs. And so you got, you know, Hurts, who's also had a shoulder injury. So that's been an issue for him. You know, a lot of people don't realize that that training staff is really what keeps these guys going. So I think behind the scenes, 
you know, it's, it comes to like, who's got the best training staff and who's, who's getting these guys really prepared for this. So, you know, I think that's one of the keys that we're probably not going to be looking at. I think, you know, can someone generate a running game? I think the Eagles may be able to do that. But in my opinion, any of these big games, any of them come down to defense. I think defense wins championship. So who's going to show up? Both of these teams are capable of good defense, but who's going to show up is really what it comes down to. And you also have the Kelsey brothers in the Super Bowl. And I think I find both of them very fascinating. One brother gets more recognition than the other. But, you know, the mom is sitting in the middle with two sons in the Super Bowl. I think that's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey. You talk about did something right. She did something right. I mean, that's that's some good parenting going on there. You got two kids playing in the. I just want to be at the Super Bowl. I don't care if it's a third cousin, but she got two sons. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I think that that's a a really interesting dynamic that you get to see these brothers because at the end of the day, you know, one team is going to be sad about not winning, and one team's going to be happy. But for this particular dynamic, you may have a brother that's sad that he didn't win, but he gets to be happy for his brother and for his family. And sometimes, you know, when you love your family, sometimes you're happier for them than you are for yourself. It's really cool. And and I'm looking forward to just seeing those guys celebrate one way or the other. So predictions, give me a score. What do you think the score is going to be? You know, I really think that this is going to be a good game. I think we're going to get to see Mahomes do what he does. Two minutes left with this ball. If I had to call it, I'd say Eagles 24, Chiefs 31. So I think that's a fair score. But, you know, I'm thinking Mahomes is going to be Mahomes at the end of the day. So the magic is going to reappear. I mean, he was pretty hobbled last week, except on that last play when he kind of got away from the Bengal defense. But, yeah, I see some magic coming out of him. But I also see some magic coming out of Jalen. Too. I think people have underestimated him since his college days. And I'm hoping he puts up a good show to prove all these people wrong that battle his ability because Philadelphia fans were not happy when he was drafted. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that, you know, you have to think about the fact that Mahomes, this is going to be his third time being there. He knows what it's like to win. And so this is one of those games where everybody's looking at you and no matter how good you are at something, Experience means something. And so that's why I'm giving him the extra nudge in this. You know, when this is all said and done, big payday for Jalen. He's proven everybody wrong. He's proven Alabama wrong. He's proven those sports fans, you know, in Philadelphia wrong because he was the right choice. And good thing that there's some good coaching over there that recognized he was the right. And they were brave enough. And I'll say this, and I'm a Cowboy fan, but you have to have somebody brave enough to say, This is the man and we're all going to get behind him. And sometimes Cowboys, you know, the organization doesn't always do that. They're not not willing to put all the chips in like that. And so you have to give them some, you know, hey, it takes some gut to do what they did. And and he's getting them where they wanted to go. Hey, they wanted to go to a Super Bowl. He got them there. Well, I have Eagles 31, Chiefs 27, Jalen lifting the trophy up with his black Nubian princess. That's my prediction. Well, you know, you don't ever agree with me about sports. You know what it is, Lisa? You know what it is? You don't really know nothing about sports. <laughs> you know that's what it is. But I didn't expect you to agree with me. But hey, at the end of the day on Sunday, we will both, you know, I'll, I'll text you or call you and say, you know, I was right. Well, I appreciate 
you coming out here schooling me, my lack of knowledge about all things sports. Have you back on soon to talk about these NBA playoffs and trades and everything that's coming up. I really oh, yeah. Do oh, yeah. That was awesome. And I actually just found my replacement. So as many times <laughs> as you will come on, since I don't talk sports, I would love for you to be a contributor on the show. Hey, anytime, anytime. Y'all just let me know. Okay. Is there anything else, Pam, before we take a break? Nope, that's it. Y'all hang tight. We're going to take a break and we will be right back. Another fight. Mm. The apple bottom make him wanna bite. Welcome back to Pamp and Circumstance. I'm Pamp. And I'm Circumstance. Pamp. So, of course, we are in Black History Month. And a lot of events are going on around the country, as they should, not only in February, but every single month. That's my opinion. February is also a really important month because of heart health. And as I don't know how many people know this, because when I first learned it, I was very surprised. Cardiovascular events like heart attacks, that's the number one way that women of color pass away. And it's not something that I think, I don't think we talk about it enough. And so we really have to talk about it. And that ties into starting next week, where we're going to be focusing on not only national current events, but we're going to do some intentional focusing on our health from our mental health to self-care to some fun things that we can do. And we will be joined by Dr. Jill Wagner. She will be coming a contributing guest on the show and we're working on some other guests. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, this is a topic that's near and dear to me because my mother died of congestive heart failure. Each year, more Black women die from heart disease than breast cancer, lung cancer, and strokes combined, which makes heart disease the number one killer of Black women in our nation. Yeah. So when my mother got diagnosed with congestive heart failure, none of us knew really what to expect. You know, she lived some years after the diagnosis. But then just one day, you know, the doctor said, you know, we kept taking her to Harris Methodist when she would have problems. But the doctor was like, there's nothing else we can do. So everything was going to be done at the house where they sent hospice people in to take care of her until, you know, she passed away. And similarly, I was in a car accident and got hit from the rear and had to go have some tests done. And during those tests, I was thinking they were going to tell me, you know, about my back and my spine, et cetera, et cetera. But the test showed that I had an issue that they wanted to take a look at involving my heart. And mm. I just remember 
going to the hospital early one morning and laid in this cold, cold room. And they had to come in and run a stint, you know, through each valve of my heart, you know, and this is done while you're awake. And nothing was clogged, nothing was blocked, but it was a scare for me that like, wow, this is serious. We just got to bring attention to it and keep people focused on the fact that this is the number one killer of Black women. Weight is something that I have struggled with. That's my thing, my issue, full disclosure. So it's something that I'm very aware of with my doctor. I see a cardiologist. I am working to become healthy and I've made great strides, but it is, I often focus on cancer, just one of those things because breast cancer is something that runs in my family. And it was actually my doctor that said, yes, we're going to focus on that. But I want you to keep in mind that I worry more about cardiovascular disease with you than I do with cancer. And that was kind of like, I remember when she said that and I looked at her like what she's like, yes, that is a big deal. And it's something that in the black community, we don't talk about enough. And that is why I am so excited about using our platform, using this space to address all facets of our health, including our heart health. Next week, we will kick it off. I mean, we are covering every base. We're going to be bringing a psychologist in. We will have a medical doctor in. We are talking to people who focus strictly on heart health. Every single angle of our health, we are going to be talking about it so that we can all just not only survive, you know, in this crazy world, but thrive. That's our goal is we want everybody to thrive. It was so amazing the other day when I posted, you know, Pink Goes Red, Zotheta Omega chapter, of, aka my chapter. We have a fitness event on this day and it was last night, but it was so many people when I posted just on Facebook, not just uh, mm. black women, but white women too, saying thank you so much for this post because we don't think about it in terms of how severe and, you know, how deadly it can be mm -hmm. uh, for black women, but white women too. And I had a lot of white women on Twitter saying, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, we got to do better. We got to bring awareness. So it, it's something that's near and dear to me because of, you know, my mom. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a very valid point. Not only are we doing this show, this, we, we focus on issues that impact us. We are two black women, but all women, all people, including men, all of the tests and all of the conversations regarding heart attacks, I, it focuses on if you're a man and what those symptoms feel like, but the symptoms of a heart attack are very different for women or they can be very different. So absolutely, we are doing this show not only for Black women, but across the board, everybody. We want everybody to be in the best physical, emotional, and mental health that they can be. And that's why we are going to be spending a segment of the show addressing that. So I'm looking very forward to it. And we're going to be discussing the signs. And so, you know, the number one sign is numbness or weakness of the face, arm, leg, and extremities of the body. So mm -hmm. we need to take people through all the different signs uh, that can tell that you could be possibly having a stroke or some other major condition. But we need to take people through and let everybody know the steps so, or the signs, rather, of what heart disease can look like or what a stroke can look like. That's right.
All right, that is awesome. Well, I really enjoyed Danielle's addition to the show and I can't wait to see who wins. I am going to go for the Philadelphia Eagles, mainly because one of my high school friends, hi, Nikita, her son, Nicobe Dean, he's a Philadelphia Eagle. So for that reason only, but I can't wait to watch it. Well, you already know the Super Bowl party, when it's going to be and where. So <laughs> we'll have y'all some pipes and some food. All right. Well, if we don't have anything else, we can wrap it up. I'm Pam. And I'm Circumstance. We'll see y'all next time.